Heavenly Father, help us to hear your word for us today. We know that your words are eternal and that you can be found everywhere. Help us to grow in faith together that as we hear your scriptures read, we learn to love greater in you and to seek you in all that we do. By your Holy Spirit and your Holy Church, through Jesus Christ our Lord. And let God's people say, Amen. Our reading today comes from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 11 through 23. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things, according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. And him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance. <clears throat> Toward redemption as God's own people, to the praise of his glory. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, and for this reason I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power? God put his power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, who fills all in all. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. My thoughts kept coming back to one place as I was reading Paul's words and thinking about this day when we remember those who had completed their journey. And I kept thinking about what it is I remember from the people who impacted my life that have gone on. And what struck me were the things that I didn't remember. I couldn't remember how much any of them made. I couldn't remember how many splendid things they had purchased over the years. I had trouble remembering what things they owned and what real estate investments they had made. I had trouble remembering any of those things. But what I could remember was the impact that they had on my life. The love that they showed me that taught me how to truly love others. The caring that they showed when I couldn't even care for myself. And what I was reminded of was not the things gained, but I was reminded of the life lived. 
And it made me think about what kind of life we live. Because when we too finish our journey, we will leave behind a life lived. And the question is, what will that life say to those who are still here? Sometimes we get so caught up in thinking about the next life. We get so caught up in thinking about what it's going to be like and all the things that it'll entail. And I wish I could tell you exactly what it was, but I can't. I don't know. All I know is that it'll be good. And all I know is that we will be with God and that's all I need. But I also know that when we think about this life, it's hard not to think about this life and to be a little scared. Because no matter what promises we have to come after this, this is the life that we know. This is what we can touch, what we can feel, what we can see, what we can testify to. And it's hard to imagine anything beyond this. And sometimes we get too caught up in that because we then think about all the ways that we need to build up in this life and take care of ourselves and protect ourselves. And we spend an awful lot of time making sure that we've got all the things that we need and that we've got enough put aside so that the day after the day after the day after tomorrow will be okay. And we're so concerned with looking ahead that we don't look at the now. We're so busy thinking about the life that we're going to live once we get to that point, we don't look at the life lived now. People aren't going to remember how much money you made. How much you were able to save up. What kind of stock deals you had. What kind of real estate holdings you had. People aren't going to recall with fondness the grand things that you spent money on. And the question arose in my head, what is it we leave behind? What we leave behind is a life lived. What we leave behind is a guidepost. And it's up to us as to which way that sign points. Does it point to gaining human wealth so that we can have all the things we wanted in this life and not thinking about anybody else? Or do we have a sign that points to, I lived a life trying to do what God wanted me to do. I lived a life trying to love the way that God loved me. I lived a life trying to show the mercy that I would want to be shown. I lived a life caring for others the way I wish others would care for me. Can we say that the life we leave behind is a life that reflected Christ in all that we are and all that we do? Was it a life dedicated to helping 
the brokenhearted and the downtrodden, the life dedicated to feeding the hungry and clothing the naked and taking care of the sick? Was it a life dedicated to doing those things that God asked us to do to help one another? And if it's not, why not? thing is, is that no matter how much we focus on the end of our journey, we still leave something behind for those who are still on the journey. We leave behind a life lived that is our last testimony to our faith in Christ. And the question is, what does that testimony say? When the words are no longer ours to speak, Does it say, I will love you no matter what? Or does it say, look at my things? What we have in this life is an opportunity to be helpful, to care. To love the way that Christ loves us. Because when we think about those who have gone on, it's never going to be about what accomplishments they had and all the things that they did that made human things, but it'll be the way that people touched our hearts. And so what I ask on this day is, how do you want others to see you when your journey is done. Will you be a guidepost for generations to come saying, this is the way. That God was with me every step of the way and because God was with me, I could love greater than I ever imagined. Because God was with me, I could forgive things that people thought were unforgivable. Because God was with me, I could give and not count the cost because Christ was with me. I wasn't worried. I wasn't worried about who I was willing to love and who I was willing to care for. And if that's the life lived, isn't that a great testimony to the one who gave his life so that we could be free? Isn't that the testimony that we are called to give? As we remember those who have finished their journey and live on in our hearts, let us reflect deeply on the kind of memory we will leave in the hearts of others and the testimony to Christ that we will give long after our journey, too, has finished. And let us live a life today that will testify forevermore to the steadfast love and faithfulness of our God and our Savior. Amen.